Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. That's the guys. What? What? No I mean, Lauren tonight. You guys tonight. have been out to sea for quite some time. We have. We have been gone. We've had an eight-day cruise. That is going to be a whole show in and of itself. Absolutely amazing. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And Lauren's over in Orlando right now. She is at Disney World. And so we don't have her tonight. But on Sunday, well, in, gosh, three days, um, we're going to be heading out on Virgin Voyages. And, you know, things are just kind of dwindling down. We lost Sharpie. He's not going to get to go. And then Steve's decided he's not going to go. And so Lauren and I are going. We'll, we'll report back and tell you everything. It's too hard to get away from work. I just came back. I know. Uh, I can understand that. Yeah, we got back last yeah. night uh, about 1.30 a.m. And and so that was the first. Well, technically. It was today. It was technically the second. Yeah. And then I leave again on the fifth. So I've got three days in between. Quick turnaround time on laundry. Yes. Uh, I actually got a lot done today, so I'm kind of happy about that. Oh, it's There's been a lot of travel in this last quarter of the year trying to get everything in, but as of the 12th, I will be home for the rest of the year, and it, we just don't have that many trips planned for next year. There's There's been so much, um, so much opportunity for exposure um, with different vendors and different destinations. And they all wanted to get everything in before the year ended. So travel's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. Oh, and then get this Sharpie. So we each checked a bag. And um, so we had four large suitcases. And I had my brand new swanky Mickey Mouse 28-inch roller bag. And three out of four bags got off the airplane broken damaged oh geez including my mickey no yeah so um one of them lost a wheel completely and so the wheel was in my backpack and we're trying to drag that thing around one had a corner crushed in and then mickey the um the handle the extension bar it won't go all the way in so i don't know what happened there that's a bummer yeah and it was kind of ironic because they said well you're going to need to make your way back to one of these uh, luggage places and return the bag, go home, empty it, and then you need to come back. I'm like, huh, I'll be here Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just bring three empty bags with me and turn them in, and they said they'll try and repair them or replace them. The airline? Yep. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one is absolutely going to be replaced. You can't make a, a wheel go back on based on experience. And yeah, ironically, that um, on the September-October trip that I made to Disney, uh, I didn't even go into this on the show uh, after that trip, but they, when we checked into Bay Lake Tower, uh -huh. They sent from, we were coming, we Ubered from Saratoga Springs 
when we checked into Bay Lake Tower, they accidentally sent our luggage back to Saratoga Springs. Oh. They read they read the oh, the, wow. the check in as a check out and reversed it and see and in the process of that broke the wheel on my suitcase. So Ugh. So did that get fixed or replaced? They yeah, they 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 paid me to replace the suitcase. Well, that's good. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I think they're just so used to doing they're yeah. just well, the airline here, I, I assume you go through the whole thing of filling the paperwork out. And then they're like, okay, well, empty it and come back. And then the, then 90%, they assume 90% of the people will never show back with their bag to get it fixed. That's probably true, too. But so, I... So we'll see. Yeah, we three just, bags. We'll just happen to be there. So... Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, but we have a show to do. My goodness. I'm sorry. Um, so no, we've got, no. <laughs> got carried the, away. the things that we end up talking about. Yep. Yep. So we've got a little bit of uh, Disney news and uh, Sharpie is going to start us off. So if you were hoping to buy an annual pass for the Walt Disney World Resort, you're out of luck right now. Uh, recently, they announced that they were discontinuing the sale of annual passes. Uh, you, if you are a current annual pass holder and you are due for renewal, you may renew your annual pass. Uh, however, they are not selling new annual passes at this point in time. And from everything that I have read and all the speculation that is out there is that they – well, there, there, there are two schools of thought on it. One – a very busy time for them to sell annual passes is around the holidays. And a lot of that is to locals to who want to visit during the holidays. Um, and their profit margin on daily ticket sales is higher than it is on an annual pass. Uh, the other school of thought is they just do not have the capacity to sell more annual passes at this point in time because a lot of the holiday periods are already completely booked up for park reservations so there's during no the need. holiday. There's no need to sell what they don't have. That is correct. Okay. So six of one, half dozen of the other. Hmm. Well, that's true because you buy, because it used to be you'd buy the annual pass and you'd just go. And if it was a, you know, they'd have certain blackout days, but now it's, you have to have a park reservation and then you're paid all this money and you can't get a park reservation. Yep. And it becomes very frustrating. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, Oh, Disney's not selling. They're being greedy. They want the one day ticket thing, but they're actually doing it to protect the guest. Like Steve was saying, you know, they, they could put all kinds of APs out there, but you're, you're not going to get park reservations. And then, Shame on them for selling them with no park reservations available. So they're actually doing the right thing here. Are they still limiting, I guess? Is that why they, because they, they never, they stopped saying, I guess, how many people they're letting in. So I don't know if they're at 50% or 70% or still at 35%. I don't know what capacity is right now, but and and they have not made it public. Yeah, it's tough. And they will not make it public. Yeah, it's tough. 
because you don't know, um, because I'm sure they love to have more people in there and sell annual passes. Yeah, but I do think they're doing the right thing. That's just me. If that's their reasoning, and and it seems reasonable that that's the motivation behind it. And if they make some extra money on daily tickets, so be it. Bonus. Okay. So my story is next. And we touched on this story a long time ago, actually. Um, This is in reference to the Walt Disney World uh, and actually Disneyland uh, merchandise mobile checkout. And so this is available at Disneyland Resort on the West Coast, as well as Walt Disney World Resort on the East Coast. And we talked about this. Steve and I experienced this, actually buying a, uh, an item for Sharpie that he unfortunately for us already had. So uh, we, we went to one of the stores, one of the bigger stores, and they were doing a, a trial thing with mobile checkout. And so you, you go into the Disney app and you scan the item and it connects to your credit card. You pay for it on your app and then you go to an exit where you show your receipt and they can bag your item for you. And it does save Disney a lot of time. And some people will see this as an advantage for themselves as well. But Steve and I were kind of talking about this you know, does it save Disney time? It saves them manpower. Um, you know, is, is the guest picking up the brunt of the time or is an advantage for, for the guest? Sharpie, what's your take on this? Is this an advantage for the, for the guest or is this more let's make the, the guest do the work so Disney doesn't have to? The, the, I, I, I have two feelings on this. One there are times when you want to buy one thing and split. You want to get in, you want to get out, and you don't want to wait in line. The store that I specifically call to mind on this is World of Disney at Disney Springs. They changed their store model yeah. to where there used to be departmental cash registers. And then they completely centralized all of the cash registers in one area. And then upon remodel, they centralized the queue line as a lot of retail is doing right now. And I think it's, it is very much of greater efficiency to do this. You get in one queue and you go to the next available register. I love However, that post office style. C- correct. However, They did not set the store up when they remodeled for mobile checkout. So what ends up happening is you get in line to exit the door to have your purchases reviewed or to grab a bag or to have something that is fragile wrapped in uh, bubble wrap or, or paper or what, what, it, what had, what, whatever they have available. Yeah. Um, so you end up waiting in line anyway, even though it's a different line. So if they had built that store a little bit differently to have a mobile checkout like fast lane, it would have been better. But as it stands, th- the times that I've seen it 
in execution, it just doesn't work, especially in that location. Yeah. And if you're checking yourself out, you don't need a bag. You don't need a, a cast member. They're just going to look at your your receipt or your your mobile device to see that you've paid. I think you should get a discount if you are doing self checkout. Oh, what kind of a discount though? Five percent, ten percent. I mean, honestly, because it's it, you're saving Disney money by checking yourself out. Absolutely. Because it's not a cast member who's ringing that transaction. Yeah. Yeah. So. And as nominal as it may be, you might have people, you know, just go in, grab a, a baseball cap and they already have a bag. They're like, nope, I'm good. I don't need a bag. I'll just put it in here. Yeah. So little things like that. Um, I hadn't thought about wrapping things, though. Well, that's what when we checked out the one time when this was in beta at Epcot. Like you said, normally we would have just gone to the register. We would have gotten our own cashier. They would have bought our one little thing and we would have left. But we did the mobile checkout. Um, and it's a, it was like an awkward door set up where there's not a lot of room. Yep. And then I think the person, there was only one person in front of us and they bought a couple things. And I think one of them was like a candle or something. So it was or a mug or it was like, yeah, it was glass. It was so then you're like, Oh my God. So then you're like, how is this faster? Cause now I'm waiting behind. I could have checked out at a register and gone. Now I'm waiting as they take the mug out and they, have to wrap it. Oh, and they boxed it too. And put it in the yeah, and you're the, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's like an, and then you just have one little thing in a bag that you need them to check the receipt off of. So it would have been faster if we had not done mobile checkout in the thing we had done. It, it did not save us any time. It was innovative and unique, but it was well, definitely it's kind not. Of, it's kind of fun. I yeah. don't know why, but it is. It's novel. Yeah. I mean, the Amazon store model, which I guess is the next level of this, where you just you you just put stuff in a bag and you leave and it charges you and you yeah. don't do any of this checking of of stuff. Yeah. If, it, if it gets to that level, then then, yeah, then it's, that in other countries where you go in great. and yeah, you, you load your bag and then you go through a special reader. And it picks up every barcode yeah. in there somehow. Well, the Amazon one, it just it knows when you pick stuff up. From all the cameras, I guess, in the store. And then oh, it, that's complicated. it just knows. And then you just walk out. <laughs> and it just knows what you what you walked away with. Yeah. So it's interesting. And it must. So anyway. Yeah. The, so it could be cool. It's in the early phases. All right. So, yeah. Anyway, the point of my story, now that we've reviewed what the process is, is that um, they are opening new locations. So currently for Walt Disney World Resort, you have the World of Disney at Disney Springs, the Creation Shop at Epcot, Emporium in the Magic Kingdom. That's a new location. And then we've got two more coming, one in Animal Kingdom, which is the Isle Mercantile at Disney, AK, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. And then Mickey's of Hollywood at Disney's Hollywood Studio. Those two locations are coming soon. So you can look for those. They're hoping to have those up for, um, you know, peak holiday shopping. Uh, let's see. And then over on the West Coast, Disneyland Park, you've got Disney Clothiers, China Closet, and Plaza Point. You have the Emporium, and you've got two new ones coming on board, and those are going to be Pioneer Mercantile. And, um, well, three, I should say. Pioneer Mercantile and Bonanza Outfitters. 
and um that's the that's coming that's new and then the star trader is also going to be a new location um and those are open california adventure park has elias and company web suppliers which is a new location and nick's knacks which is new so nothing that's coming soon all the new locations are up and running and then downtown disney you have the world of disney so those are all available and but make sure that you've got the the disney app downloaded and you've got a credit card connected to it and if this appeals to you then you can go ahead and and use the app to make your purchases i don't know why i feel empowered or i feel like i'm somehow doing something smart or time saving but i do um and don't forget that if you you want your 10% discount for the Disney Visa card, if you're a card member, then you can get your 10% off $50 purchases, but you need to do it at the registers. So you can't use this mobile app. That's interesting though, because I am tricky. tricky. Yeah. I'm pretty darn sure we were able to get the discount. Yeah. We used it. We, but got we a used a DVC discount. Yeah, we got a DVC discount. Because like, Can we, we use weren't D- over 50. And then someone, they showed us. we. Yeah, it automatically took it off. Yeah. We didn't even, you know, you can't even forget. It knows you're a DVC member and you can't mess it up. But if you are a Disney Visa card member and you want that 10% discount on your purchase of $50 or more, you need to go to an in-store register to get mm. that discount. Good to know. Well, I mean, this is going to evolve and we'll see where it goes. We'll keep you posted. All right. So, Steve. Looking forward to 2022. Did you know there's a food and wine festival that's at Disneyland? Everyone's so familiar with the Epcot food and wine festival. So, Disney's California Adventure has a food and wine festival of their own. It'll be March 4th through April 26th of 2022. Uh, Very similar, but smaller. So they have dozens of festival kind of marketplaces that have an assortment of different things to eat and drink. They also have a kind of optional purchase of a sip and saver pass. Uh, The ones of these I've seen in the past over there, which I assume is what this is, is this kind of a lanyard type card with little things, little nubs you can, you can break off and you pre-purchase it for a certain amount of money. And then you get so many kind of snacks uh, and drinks that you can, uh, go ahead and redeem them for as you kind of walk around the different booths. So I'm assuming that's what the sip and saver pass is. Uh, and then they have some free demonstrations, some uh, kind of culinary demonstrations with local and Disney chefs. So those, they had those last year. They'll be there this year as well on Saturdays and Sundays during the festival. Uh, they also have uh, kind of special, special signature events uh, available that you can book and purchase. They have one over at Carthay Circle, uh, winemaker reception, as well as a beer, wine, mixology, education, and tasting seminars uh, that you can purchase as well. Uh, and uh, they have live entertainment over at the Palisade Stage and over at the Paradise Gardens Bandstand, as well as some of the characters will probably be around, Chef Goofy and Friends. And just like over at Epcot, they'll have kind of craft activities for the kids. So it should be fun. Smaller version of Epcot's food and wine. So if you're over at Disneyland. Yeah, and it'll be big just like it is over here on the East Coast. 
And you'll have great weather, March, yeah. April. Yeah, that'll be good. It's so nice out there. I We need to go. I think that's definitely on the to-do list for 2022. Head out to California. The Disneyland Resort. Mass Chat Meetup. Oh, we did never, we never talked. We'll have to maybe go over. We, we missed the, uh, what was it? Destination D. There's some new things coming over at Disneyland. Okay. That they, uh, a few changes are afoot. Yeah. Disneyland, Disney World. Um, we'll talk about those later. Okay. So we're going to continue with food and talk about holiday candy. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. So, um, Steve, Hollywood candy. This is going to be going on now through January 9th. This is over at Disneyland. Yep. Mm -hmm. Disneyland. And they made some cute things. So, the different ones we've got here, Candy Palace and Candy Kitchen over at the Disneyland Park. We'll have some of these. The Honey Spot over at Pooh's Corner. Wow, God, I haven't been there in so long. Kind of hidden in the back. Uh, over at Disneyland Park, Bing Bong Sweet Shop. Oh, yeah, that's at California Adventure. Uh, that had opened, I think, the last time I was there. Trolley Treats at Disney's California Adventure Park. And the Confectionery at Downtown District. What is that? Marceline's. Marceline's. Thank you. Yeah, remember Marceline's? Um, downtown Dis Disney. I think it's very confusing that in Disneyland, it's still downtown Disney, but here it's Disney Springs. Yes. Well, it is very confusing. They're going to redo downtown Disney. So that'll be nice. It was, it, well, it, back to that, it used to be the Disney village at Walt Disney world. And we would go to Disneyland and be like, Oh, downtown Disney is so nice. And it was so well done at Disneyland. And then Disney World, well, they kind of, one jumps over the next. Disney World did this massive Disney Springs, got rid of the parking lot, added a parking garage. I mean, it was huge. Yeah, that was. Massive, massive, massive. Those massive. parking garages were huge. And they, they did this amazing redo of uh, the Disney Village, down slash downtown Disney, into Disney Springs. So now it's Disneyland's turn, but they don't have as much real estate. Um, no, but, not nearly. But it's, it'll definitely be nice. And they, uh, what they, they still have the AMC. They closed up Rainforest when all this AMC went, is going away as well. Oh yeah, and they so they got all that room for AMC. They got the Rainforest that they closed up. Didn't they close up that ESPN? Yeah, they closed that when we were there. Um, not the the NBA. Yeah, well, they closed the NBA the NBA over at uh. Disney World. Disney Springs. Yeah. Yeah, it was like an ESPN, uh, I guess it was ESPN club, bar at Disney, uh, Disneyland, right there oh. by Rainforest. Okay. Um, yeah, they got rid of a lot because they were going to build a hotel and then that fell through. But now they're going to build another hotel. Or, or, <laughs> or a, DV, table. a DVC. So anyway, uh, so I'll go, I'll do the first treat here. So the Snowflake Apple. Granny Smith apple dipped in caramel with white chocolate, decorated with blue uh, sanding sanding sugar. Yeah, it looks like sand. It's that type of texture. It looks these these caramel apples always look amazing, and we did buy one finally. 
I think we bought it We've at Disneyland. I remember taking pictures of Brooke eating one at Disneyland. Yeah. And they, they'll cut them up for you. They won't anymore. No, they don't? Nope. What? Nope. Why not? Because they don't. What in the world? We were, well, okay, so. <laughs> How are you supposed to eat them? When we were in Germany, we went to the caramel shop, the Werther shop, uh-huh. and they sell a ton of candy apples there, but they won't cut them for you anymore. They used to cut them, put them in a little container, and then you could eat them, but they are not doing that anymore. And I don't know if it's, it's obviously a COVID thing, but it's. I don't understand. I feel like some things you would, they just say are a COVID thing because then they wouldn't cut anything. It doesn't make any sense, but anyway, but they always look amazing. And then, but trying to eat them when they're not cut into wedges is, is gotta be pretty difficult. No, biting into it. Yeah. That just scares me trying to bite into a giant caramel apple and the way they decorate them. There's so much to get through. Oh, yeah, that would be difficult. Yeah, especially with braces or something. You're not supposed to do that with braces. Well, that's why you get it cut up. You're still not supposed to do that with braces. Did you eat caramel apples when you had braces? I I don't remember. All right, so then we've got a peppermint marshmallow pop. And it is a Mickey-shaped marshmallow dipped into dark chocolate and then coated with crushed peppermint candy. So you've got marshmallow, chocolate, and peppermint. What do you guys think of that? It sounds good. Uh, I, I, I could go for that. I always feel like I can't, I, I, they look amazing, but they're so small. I feel like it's not worth the money because of the size. If that makes any mm. sense. Crushed peppermint <laughs> is not my, my favorite thing. Oh, it's so good. No, I don't like biting candy. I don't like chewing it. I, I don't like it. And you would have to chew it with this um you know if you give me a peppermint i'm gonna suck on it till it's gone um steve gets a peppermint and he chomps on it three times and it's gone gone yeah i'll have mine for 20 minutes and i'm i'm yeah i really try to avoid biting oh yeah i don't like biting hard candy um he likes things in his ice cream i can't stand things in my ice cream i don't know if i just don't like things sticking in my teeth but I, I don't like the unexpected nature of biting into something like that. So the next delicious item uh, is you're going to find chocolate cake dipped in white chocolate and then decorated again with Steve's favorite blue sanding sugar uh, and then decorated with white chocolate snowflakes. And that is the snowflake cake pop. Uh, the next, I think is probably the most enticing item on this list for me is the pumpkin spice churro toffee square. And that is a buttery toffee square dipped in white chocolate and coated with pumpkin spice. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. So far, delicious. so far, all of them sound pretty good. Yeah, I could do the, the cake pop definitely. And it's very pretty. I like that. And I love my churro flavoring, but we've got too much pumpkin going on and a little too much toffee going on in this treat. So I might not give that one a thumbs up just because it's me. It looks good. Love the churro idea. Nope. So it's toffee dipped in chocolate and coated with pumpkin spice. I love toffee. But the thing is, 
it's not even offered anymore. It's only in November, so. What? Missed out on that one. Yeah. All right. So then we move on to Gingerbread Crispy. So it's a Rice Crispy or a Crispy Rice Treat uh, dipped in chocolate, like the the front of it. And then it's got the decorations on the front. Uh, You know, they make the cute little Mickey Mouse face and decorate him in, in holiday colors. but. I wonder if it's just meant to look like a gingerbread or if that that chocolate has any kind of gingerbread taste to it. I don't know. Mm. If you had to bet, Steve, what would you say? It looks like a standard Rice Krispie treat to me. Mm. Okay. It's very cute. I would say it's at least, I, I would say there's at least a little bit of gingerbread flavor there. Oh, I hope so. If I were to bet. We have to go to Disneyland now. We could do that. No complaints here. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it before January 9th, though. All right, I don't know. The next one's a peppermint fudge. So it's peppermint-flavored chocolate fudge. Uh, I See, I would do that. I'm it's not, like a peppermint hot chocolate. It looks like just chocolate-flavored with, like, uh, some holiday sprinkles. Well, that's what it is. Mm. It's peppermint fudge with holiday sprinkles. So many things that are better than that. I like good fudge. How do you know it's good Good fudge, fudge is very good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> oh, it's so profound. Wow. Oh, my I gosh. Know, right? Wow. All right. So along, since we're talking about fudge, they do have another one that's pumpkin fudge, and that's um, pumpkin spice flavored fudge. And, you know, it's going to be good. Disney makes good fudge. Oh, no, Sharp, you got another one of these. I don't know if you did, or maybe Lisa did this one. I don't remember. What? The the pop, the marshmallow things. Oh, see, this one I would do. The other marshmallow thing, not so much, but. This um, is Sharpie's turn, though. All right. Well, this, the, 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 uh, the, the churro marshmallow pop. Yeah. Sure. Tell us about that one. And you should also do, since you love these candy canes, which is the next one. You can one. do the next two. Okay. Um,. See, I don't know if I would do this one or not. Mickey-shaped marshmallow pop dipped in white chocolate and coated with cinnamon and sugar. Yeah. All day long. Mm. Wow. Uh, the, 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 the biggest attraction there would be the, chur- the, the, the cinnamon and sugar churro spice. That would be. I don't know. See, I, I think I would do this one. I would definitely do this one. I don't know. Maybe there's some value in the stick. It's like. Nothing. It says like some marshmallows dipped in sugar. That's what it's. It's marshmallow dipped in chocolate coated in cinnamon sugar. Uh, so what What don't you get? I don't know. It's basic. That's probably why I like I've it. I've never, I guess I've, you know what? I don't even know if I've ever had one of these. So I guess I shouldn't bad mouth it until I actually try you it. You have had uh, a marsh Because I can't. You've had chocolate covered marshmallows. Yeah. It's just, all right. Okay. Yeah. You're Mr. Positive there. Although I've had my share of positive things. Now these candy canes, Sharpie, these are amazing. Yeah. See, I I think this is on my bucket list to get one of these one day. Uh, it's harder and harder every year. If, if you are not aware, uh, a great tradition at the Disneyland Resort since 1968 has been handcrafted candy canes during the holiday season. 
they are mixed on site. They're hand pulled, rolled and twisted. Uh, and then the candy canes are 18 inches long. So they're not, not your average size candy cane. Uh, a very limited number of the candy canes are available. Uh, they are available the weekend of December 7, 8, 9. And then the weekend of December 14, 15, 16. And then the weekend of December 21, 22, and 23. And these alternate back and forth between Candy Palace and Candy Kitchen at Disneyland Park. And then Trolley Treats at Disney's California Adventure Park. So again, those three weekends, month of December only. Uh, if we have any Mouse Chat listeners who happen to get a candy cane, by all means, please post a photo of you and your candy cane on our Mouse Chat fan community. We yes. will ooh and ah and be totally jealous that you were able to take part in this long, outstanding tradition of handmade candy canes at the Disneyland resort ahead of the holidays. That's crazy. I'll be very jealous. So Sharpie, they actually, it's, it's so bad this year that they actually have, so it says for a chance to purchase one of these candy canes yeah, right. this year. That's ridiculous. For a chance to purchase, there's a mobile waiting list system. Correct. That's unbelievable. <laughs> for a candy cane. Yeah. Do we have any idea how much these candy canes cost? I don't know. I was there one year and I, I heard about them and then and they were nowhere to be found. Uh, I want to say, oh gosh, I want to say at one point they were in the $18 range. Dollar an inch. Um, hmm. That's, that's amazing. But yeah, so a virtual queue yep. for, for your candy, a candy cane. cane, a handmade yep. candy cane. Uh, they sell for fifteen ninety nine each, so I wasn't oh, too okay. far off. There you go. I knew I knew it was about in that ballpark, but for a candy yep. cane, that's pretty. And you pricey. may not use your annual pass discount to purchase a candy cane. Fifteen ninety nine each, and they are five ounces. That's oh. a lot of candy canes. All right. Do we want to wrap it up or do we want to? Well, go? did anything catch your eye on Best Bites? Oh, uh, let's see here. Um, Best Bites is all about the best food and tasty tidbits. And uh, we have, yeah, we have some new uh, things coming to Walt Disney World that we just got. Well, I'm always up for a good prime rib. So they've sure. got the royal prime rib roast, and let's let me go back. So, well, I'll pick one. I've got one that I like. Sharpie, okay. go ahead and find. So I'll do mine while Sharpie and you look. So the the creperie over at Paris, which just opened, uh, so they do reservations now for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's in the Epcot Pavilion. It's over there by Remy. It's in the new piece of. Uh, the France Pavilion over there. And it's a table service restaurant. There's also a takeaway window um, that we did before that's also very good. The crepes are, are different between the restaurant when you sit down and the takeaway ones. Uh, so they have galettes. They have sweet dessert crepes. Um, oh, and they also have uh, 
a hard cider. That was really good. So go over there and give it a try. It's, um, it was definitely worth it. I thought, it, and the service was great. Cute little restaurant inside. And then we also tried the crepes at the takeaway window. So I liked both. All right. So I found two places for the prime rib and one is going to be over at, um, Storybook Dining at Artist Point, and that's over at the Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And so excited that that's reopening. Yep, that's awesome. And the food, it looks really good. And so you can have the Royal Prime Rib Roast. They also have uh, a poison apple dessert, and that's going to be dark chocolate apple mousse. And they're just adorable. They really are. And so that looks good to me. And if you're into refreshing cocktails, you can get the Enchanted Apple, which uh, looks like a martini with a little hint of sour apple to it. So there's that. They also have prime rib over at Boatwrights. And um, Sharpie, what's appealing to you? Um, several things kind of popped off the menu. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me that popped off the menu was uh, Boatwright's signature jambalaya is back. I really, really like a good jambalaya. Mm. I haven't had good jambalaya in a long time. I like to make it occasionally. Well, that sounds good. The boys devour it. <laughs> do you make it from scratch or do you get like a packet of? I make it from scratch and I typically have done it in the instant pot. So I really need to start. We own two, at least two instant pots, Sharpie. (laughs) And I think they're brand new in the box in the closet in the basement. If I right next to probably a bread maker we got when we got married, I'm sure that's in there (laughs) in the box as well. But yeah, we do. I think we do literally own two brand new Instapods that are in a closet. Yeah. Unopened. Yeah. So we own, we have one. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So Sharpie, please tell us about your jambalaya. Uh, It's... It's my jambalaya or or Boatwright's jambalaya, which, which would... I'm I'm looking at what they have over at Boatwrights and they do it looks very um I hate to say basic, but it does look basic um with the shrimp and the sausage. Do you See, I I don't do shrimp. I do chicken and sausage. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. What do you add to yep. it? That, that's that's what I do. Uh, I mean, it has your 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 holy trinity of Creole cooking, which is the um uh, bell pepper, onion, and celery. So that that that's that's kind of kind of what it what it has there. Um, and then so so it it you, you have tomato in there, and then you have your Cajun spices okay. and rice. It, it's it, it's a honestly it's very easy to make. It is difficult to get your balance of spices correct because if you're not careful, you can make it really, 
really hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, which this last time I made it, it was on the verge of being too hot. Yeah. But, and I'm not one to eat spicy food. So for me to say it was like really, really, really hot. <laughs> and then my, the boys love spicy stuff. Like they really love hot food. So they were like, this is really hot, Dad. <laughs> Might have used a little bit too much uh a little bit too much cayenne, a little bit too much mm. red pepper, like, but you know. But the other thing that really caught my eye on this menu is the Mississippi Mud Creme Brulee oh. with a chocolate shortbread cookie. Yum! Oh, that, that sounds, sounds good. So good. That does sound good. I found one there, one other there's thing. There's just something about creme brulee, especially yeah. at Disney. Oh. It's such a decadent dessert. It's in. I don't honestly, here's my thing. I don't know if I've ever had creme brulee outside of Disney. Oh, I have it all the time. Really? It's always, it's always good. That surprises me. So good. I love creme brulee. It is so delicious. I found this. There's one other thing that's amazingly cute. So it's at the Disney water parks, which always has these weird, crazy desserts, but it's only December 12th through January 7th. Um, Kind of an odd time to go to a Disney water park, but if you if you make it over here, they have an orange bird holiday citrus swirl that's adorable. Oh my gosh, that does! It's like yeah, it's a little cute, and it's got the Dole so Whip cute. ice cream, orange and lime swirl, holiday waffle cone, and it's got the little uh, orange bird with a Santa hat made out of white chocolate. That does look good. It looks cute, and then it's got little sprinkles. And who doesn't love orange bird? I know. I love them. It's so like cute. The orange bird is awesome. I I would, if I could, without going crazy and wanted to collect knickknacky things, it would be at the top of my list. Uh, orange re- bird stuff? retro orange bird stuff. If if I if I uh ever went that way, but I don't know. I, I don't. I just can't imagine having shelves of orange birds. <laughs> Now the other other thing that's right up my alley uh-huh. is the Merry Melon Merry Merry Melon, Mary, Mary, which is a it. melon and apple flavored frozen rum cocktail uh, with a red sugared rim topped with a cherry. That sounds delicious. Oh my gosh! Well, a little bit of apple, a little bit of melon. Yeah, that's good. it's amazing. They have some really good things at the water parks. And that then, is weird, though. That it's. You know, when it's cold. But that's okay. Well, hopefully it's warm in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have your hot days in Florida, even December and January. But... We know. have a lot of water park tickets. If you got an old old uh, 10, day in, uh, 10 day park hopper. Yeah, we do have a lot of those. They used to come with a non-expiration water park. We do have a lot of those. I'm sure we We've have. got enough water park tickets. I'm sure we could go. To last us quite a long time. We could probably go six months or a year right. to the water park. But you would probably <laughs> have to pay upgrades because the girls are not um, children. They're not kids anymore. No. You'd no. have to upgrade them. So you'd be paying something. Just to go in there and get one of these drinks or the <laughs> ice cream? No. No. Don't do that. And leave. But it's always good to look at what they've got as far as the food for the holidays. Um, you know, Disney, whether we like it or not, it, there's a lot of Disney that's about the food. If, 
whether we want to admit it or not. And I don't think Steve or Sharpie has a problem admitting that. Yeah. Go for the food. Rides? Oh, there are rides and attractions? Great. It's fun to go with people you like. You go down, catch up, have some really good food and drink versus uh, your kind of standard water parks where it's just kind of hot dogs and nachos and kind of theme park food. Next, I have good food. All right. Well, I think we've, we've exhausted this one. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks a lot for listening, and please join us next time on Mouse Chat. All right, let me... Good times. Uh, I'm sleepy.